Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 68 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. We're at mid-November now, so the onslaught of best-of lists and year-end reviews are just right around the corner, so you've got that to look forward to. But as I was putting this show together this week, I was reminded of just how much great music has come out recently, or is slated to come out in the weeks ahead. So hopefully there are some new discoveries in here for you to take into consideration for your own lists or maybe simply for when you're scoffing at the selections of some of your favorite or perhaps not so favorite music publications out there. But with that said, I want to get things started with a brand new release that I've been anxiously awaiting the arrival of, talking about the latest from Sacred Product, which is the solo project of Linton Denovan former member of the late great band the satanic rockers this new 12 inch just came out on quameda who had issued a great double seven inch set by sacred product last year that had paired quite nicely with the other self-titled full-length album that had come out too but with this new one we get some more top-notch detuned mid-tempo rockers with denovan's scuzzy vocals spouting wisdom and the dead-end pursuits of work and consumption, amongst other things. So I'm going to play a track here to get us started called The Thirsty River. Once again, this is Sacred Product. Thank you. 
enchanted islands and dead men's caves I'm cast out upon the ocean's waves I'll sing you my song of misery You know that I'm
going to step into this one here from Rain Drinkers. Duo of Joe Taylor and Troy Schaefer out of Wisconsin. Schaefer sometimes uh, goes under the name Xavier Crawl when recording in this duo. Tape that came out on Shifting Sands Congregation that I believe Schaefer has a hand in running. And it is a split with a group called Rats Heap the Carn. And Rain Drinkers dealing once again in this slow building, bordering on droning folk, at times rock sounds throughout their catalog. And they always have this very nice, I guess, compositional thrust to the work that they do. The Rats Heap the Carn side has a more dark ambient, uh, dark folk feel to it, but a strong tape that I believe is already out of print, but you can get the digital version of it if you follow the link from our website. From that new stuff from Ignatz, the solo work of Bram Devins, who has been recording for quite some time in that very stripped-down, low-fidelity in a blues folk vein. Some of his stuff has a more, I don't want to say, slightly aggressive edge, at least a little more discordant sound to it. This one is a little smoother around the edges. It's a new tape that just came out on Goatee Tapes just a month or so ago. It is called I Live in a Utopia. Perhaps a bit more pastoral than previous Ignatz releases. And I actually played the title track from that one. And always love hearing new material from him. In front of Ignatz, we heard something from Greymouth. Another one that came out on Quameda just recently. Kind of paired up with that new Sacred Product album. Greymouth's a duo. Mark Sandgrove. Mark Anderson. They uh, apparently lived in New Zealand before, but are now based in Japan, and I guess they came on my radar about a year or so ago with a couple of things that appeared on the All Gone label. They had a tape that came out on there, and they were also featured on that workers comp that All Gone put out, and they have a nice smeared, blown out rock song, uh, rock sound that gets into these very atmospheric, uh, experimental sounds, all this kind of stuff. Really crude sounding, but I love what they do. New record, self-titled, another 12-inch, and we played a piece from that called Rained Out. Tracks kind of all bleed together on this one. Another terrific reissue from Superior Viaduct, we heard from Department Store Santa's, an album that I've wanted to get for years and years. Originally came out in 1984, and one of those terrific DIY pop albums, really kind of all over the map. It's a group, I guess, helmed by an artist named Joseph D'Angelo, and uh, really kind of precursor to a lot of the bedroom DIY stuff that came in the wake in the 
I guess the 80s and 90s, though I would really place them kind of in line with something like the television personalities, uh, some of their uh, really charming qualities <laughs> fall in line with that stuff out of the UK as well. But happy to see this one back in print on nice heavy-duty vinyl, Superior Viaduct, always doing it right. And I actually played a couple of tracks. They're paired up together. The way they uh, cut this record's interesting, where they have kind of a pairing of tracks on each side. And I'm, I'm guessing that's how the original was. But I had played two tracks, one called Lost at Sea, and then it spilled into a track called Egypt, where you get kind of both sides of the department store Santas, the strummy folk side and the more blasted avant-pop side. Another amazing reissue that I've been looking out for for quite some time talking about Vincent Over the Sink and their album 22 Colored Bull Terriers they're a group that I've been wanting to get any and all things after uh, getting that 7 uh, inch that Kai Records put out and Goatee Tapes had also put out uh, the release called Bible Bashers but this one was a little bit elusive and Another Dark Age is giving it nice double LP reissue here and it's due out at the end of the month in fact uh, November 27th, 27th excuse me happened to get a digital promo of this so I wanted to play it because it's excellent and you know I made light of the best of list this will definitely be on my just love that group everything that they did uh, I had played a track from that called mice in the ocean probably the most straightforward and rocking track from that album there's a number of other quirky sound collage things and songs in there as well and then we started with sacred product from that new 12 inch on Quameda called dollar a ride we played thirsty river gonna head into some more forthcoming music that I'm really really excited about this one just blew me away when I first heard it. Um, it's Heather Lee's new record that comes out on Ideologic Organ, also due out on the 27th of November. It's called I Abused Animal, and in some ways very different from some of her previous work. I mean, most of the stuff I've heard of hers is more her improvised lap steel work, uh, both in the Charlembettis and, and solo in fact, the last couple of records that I've heard is just really, really loud, abrasive, lap steel stuff. But here her vocals are really front and center, and she has a lovely voice. But this song just kills me. It is called The Return, and this really looping sound in her voice, again, front and center. The rest of the album is very strong, and uh, totally recommend checking this one out. So I'm going to get into this here from Heather Lee. This is called The Return.
Do it.
hearing the dreamy sounds of Heiko Boon, a Japanese composer who has put out a fair amount of material over the last uh, five years or so on various tape labels such as Constellation Tatsu, Inner Islands, Patient Sounds. It was, I think it was the uh, release on Constellation Tatsu that I had first heard his work. There was another thing out on uh, Sunshine Limited as well. And uh, here, one of the more expansive pieces, fully immersive pieces that he uh, has on this new tape that just came out on Sacred Phrases. The tape is called Mitsu Kagami. And uh, really nice work from here. You're gonna. This is a uh, an excerpt here, of course, from uh, Nagasaki. The track runs at least about 18 minutes long, and we won't, of course, get through all of that. But uh, if you enjoy this, the full tape is filled out with nice sounds like this here. From that, we heard work from Sophie Cooper out of the UK. This is a release that actually came out last year called Our Aquarius. came out on that Wild Silence label run by Delphine Dora, who does a nice job of uh, keeping CDs alive with these very uh, beautifully packaged objects that she puts together. And Sophie Cooper had actually put out collaborative release with Delphine Dora this year on tape called, on the uh, label called uh, Wasis Das affiliated with that music blog and Cooper had also put out another uh, split release with Ignatz whom we heard something from earlier in the show but I uh, really like her work it pushes into uh, psychedelic or ambient areas but also retaining sort of loose song approach the track that we played from that it's called Cleus Wetlands in front of that closing out a loosely connected Houston themed segment of the show we heard from Rag Lore off of that forthcoming lathe seven inch called a knife like a song you can't whistle that is due out very soon on cabin floor esoterica we talked about this on that feature show where we had jordan from cabin floor esoterica join us and we had actually played one of the tracks from that from tashi dorji here we heard from rag lore which is the solo project of uh, matthew Bodolo, I believe is his name. I know I'm mispronouncing that, and I apologize to him. But uh, he had a release out on Cabin Floor Esoterica before, and he's also put out a number of things on his own imprint called Poor Farm Editions Press. And the reason I said that this was uh, the tail end of a Houston-themed segment is that this track that he contributed here was actually recorded in Houston in the Third Ward, should mention that that lathe is an addition of 50 copies also features a number of solo guitars including Dylan Golden Acock, uh, Daniel Bachman, Wes Tyree, Tashi Dorji, Matt LaJoy, 
and rag lore. Fine stuff. I'm actually playing something from a tape promo that he had sent out. So thank you, Jordan, for sending that along. But in front of that, getting back to Houston, or Houston-related music, we heard from Jandek. Going back to 1988 from his album, On The Way, perhaps one of his more accessible records from uh, that 80s era. And as you could tell, probably one of the most straightforward tracks, at least the guitar playing was in that one, maybe even in standard tuning there. There are also a few different male vocal contributions on this album, adding a little variety to the Jandek puzzle. And I thought I would play that as a follow-up to a few things that are sort of interrelated. I played something from Charlambides from their A Vintage Burden album, probably one of their more uh, straightforward song-oriented albums, and that track in particular that I played called Dormant Love uh, might be one of my favorite songs that they ever uh, put out. Sir Lambities, of course, the was the long-running uh, duo of Tom and Christine Carter that featured various contributors over the years. And I play that twofold. One, Tom Carter is currently out on tour right now behind a great new album called Long Time Underground, which, of course, he has been working for a very long time underground. New record, double LP, that came out on Three Lobed. And he'll actually be playing in Minneapolis at the end of this week. So if you have an interest and you're in the area and you're listening to this, uh, head up to that. It's part of a record fair that's going on up there called Poof. Actually heading up on Saturday to take part in the festivities up there. Second reason was that uh, Cheryl Ambities, of course, for a period of time, featured uh, Heather Lee. She was a vital member of that group. And we started off that set with a new track from her new album called I Abused Animals. Due out in a couple weeks on Ideologic Organ, we played The Return again. Just amazing powerful album from her one of I think one of her strongest statements that she's made and uh, I hope people uh, take note of this one here again nice work from Heather Lee but head into this next set here with another work from an artist who I've been following for the last several years and I believe that this is his strongest statement as well, at least in my humble opinion. Talking about Seth Graham here, one of the gentlemen behind the Orange Milk label, he along with Keith Rankin, who records as uh, Giant Claw. They both dropped new tapes in the last week or so on Orange Milk. Both are finding them in somewhat new directions, but I've really been drawn to this new one from Seth tape called Number Zero in Clean Life. And here he is getting into more of this cut-up vocals and choral elements. And, I mean, this that's certainly been a part of his previous work, but here I think he's shaped this in a very 
interesting way as a full composition that plays start to finish in a nice way. I can't say enough good things about the work that he's done. So I'm actually going to play the uh, title track from this one, again, number zero in Clean Life, and follow it up with some other people who were working in unique ways with voice, both in the past and in the present. So here once again is Seth Graham.
Brooks and his wife without strife. Burnt the goose by a fork and a knife. They never had such a supper in their life. And the little ones, those smiling little ones, Gaily, ugsome, stunted little ones, Jude, nay, nay, gorged themselves on the dripping bones of Smelling water, turbine filter feeding the sound like water, some filtered body. Thank <laughs> you. 
level, the black drafting and electric undertow, glossal ladles, little mumble rumbled in little owls, bowls of sun, salt, cabbled, toppled, and strung, a string game with
second half of this last set seemed to spiral into this gloomy, darkened, soundtracky, atmospheric flow, ending with this one here from Major. This is the solo moniker of A.E. Pantera, who is a member of the group Zombie who has been recording, boy, for quite some time, since the early aughts, doing work in the more like heavy prog, cosmic rock vein. And truthfully, I'm not all that familiar with their work. I've only heard an album here or there. But he also runs the VCO Recordings label. It deals in synth-heavy, new-age material. He has put out some stuff by Panabright, Steve Moore, and some of his other work under this name. But this is a part of a brand new batch of tapes that just came out on Constellation Tatsu. This is from a tape called Union of Worlds. We're listening to Appalachian Winter Blues. It's gearing up for winter here in Minnesota. In front of that, Minnesota-related tape label, Lighten Up Sounds. Another new one from a group called Clear Fluids, who has put out three, if not four, different things out on Lighten Up Sounds. I believe one of those releases was a VHS tape that they put out. Yes, Lighten Up Sounds still releasing VHS tapes. In fact, they have something from Brute Heart coming out. Their score and the visuals to the, is it the cabinet, Dr. Caligari? Clear Fluids I don't know too much about, just in that kind of creepy synth vein. I think they may be from Minneapolis, though I could be wrong on that, so if anybody has any information, i.e. lighten up sounds, feel free to pass that along. We heard a cut from the new tape called Sakara Day. I'll say it's Autospacy, <laughs> or Autospacy is actually probably the proper pronunciation of the title that I played. And then more really lo-fi, grimy soundtrack work. A live recording, it appears to be, from a new comp that just came out on Alien Passengers called Milk of the Seer Beast. We heard from Mao there, Belgian artist Mia Pierce. I first heard of her when uh, LG had put together a special show for us a few years ago. He had included a track of hers, I believe it was a 7-inch that came out on Ultra Eczema, which most of her work has appeared on. And Feeding Tube Records had just reissued one of her tapes that came out on Ultra Eczema, just actually within the last couple of months. But like all the stuff that I've heard from her, in this new comp that Alien Passengers put out features, man, really top-notch uh, collection of artists, including Aaron Dillaway, Jason Soliday, Von Grill, Matt Crafting, another Robert Turmer Dillaway collaboration, and Dog Island Lady, which is the gentleman responsible for Alien Passengers. Check that one out. It's a pretty hefty release, clocking in at over 90 minutes in an edition of 150 copies. I think there's some still available. 
floating around at other distros too. And then the front half of that set, which I said is a little more heavily focused on vocals, electronics, unique approaches to that. We heard a new one from Mel Bentley, part of the most recent batch out on Vitrine. Bentley is a poet writer based in Philadelphia. This is my first exposure to her work, and it seems really fitting that uh, it would come out in Vitrine. Alan uses uh, poetry, tape, in really unique ways, and uh, Bentley is doing the same here. I love some of the straight recitations that she does on this one, but I thought this one fit in nicely with the, the tracks preceding it. One being from Robert Ashley, going back to 1957. This was Ashley's, which was said to be, or cited to be here as like his first work in terms of uh, electronics and voice. And of course, he went on to develop that much further with uh, some very seminal pieces such as automatic writing and private parts. Robert Ashley being very well-regarded avant-garde composer doing work in the area of opera, which of course... When I say that, it, and, and you hear his work, you, it's not <laughs> wouldn't, you wouldn't commonly associate it as operas per se, but a true master and very influential. And uh, sadly, had passed away last year. I believe it was in March. This comes from a reissued version and remastered version of the Wolfman CD that came out in 2003. Came out earlier this year on El Gamorgan. thought that was a nice follow-up to the latest from Seth Graham, who is also using electronics and vocal samples and things like that to unique ends. Again, play the title piece from Number Zero and Clean Life. Really, really enjoying that one from him. I thought we'd end the show on a different note, kind of getting into some heavy psych rock things along those lines here. Got a couple more to play. We'll play this new one, first release from a group out of the UK called Dodman. They have a new tape called Azimuth out on Extreme Ultimate. They get into some epic, sludgy psych rock in the vein of Bardo Pond. So I'm going to play a track called Drawn Circle from that one. We'll follow it up with something from Crown Larks out of Chicago. If you have any questions for me, you can get in touch at fffreakout at hotmail.com. We will have another feature show coming up in the weeks ahead. If everything goes according to plan, we'll be chatting with Stefan Neville, a.k.a. Pumice, who we actually had on the show, the regular show, about five, six, maybe seven years ago, but he's never been on the podcast, so... He has a lot of new work coming out, so it felt like a right, the right time to uh, have him back, talk about some of those new releases he has out, and he'll also be putting together some selections that he's interested in playing. So stay tuned for that. And if you're out and about and you want to check out the playlist here for this week's show, you can head over to freeformfreakout.com where everything's available there, and uh, you can follow the links to find out more information or if you're interested in ordering some of these titles that were played. 
But I'm going to get into this one once again from Dodd Men called Drawn Circle. Thanks so much for listening.